Episode 251, Creating Change Within. Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Goins from the Reimagine Schools podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hey y'all, welcome to the Empowering Educators Podcast. I am Gretchen, your host and expert lesson learner. I'm a national board certified elementary teacher turned teacher, trainer, and coach. All the lessons I've learned and am learning on my edgy journey, I share with you right here. From every silly mistake to the most glorious successes, you're gonna hear stories and strategies that will inspire you to become your best. I have to warn you, as an educator, I can't help but hold you accountable for doing the work. So every episode, I leave you with practical, tangible next steps so you can implement your learning and maximize your impact. Whether you're teaching a lesson or learning one yourself, there's always a lesson if you're willing to pay close attention. Elite educators, that's the secret to staying empowered. Bring on today's lesson. Hey, Elite Educators, it's Gretchen here of Always a Lesson. I am the host of the Empowering Educators podcast. I feel like I've lived a lifetime learning lessons. Every day is a new one, sometimes multiple. And I think the best way I can continue to give back to the profession is by sharing those lessons with you so that you can learn from them as well. Maybe you don't even have to learn them yourself. You can just gain all the knowledge, skip right over that, and live a fulfilling career as an educator. As you know, and I keep preaching it, we're just losing too many good teachers. And my hope through this podcast is to inspire and empower and to allow that great talent to remain in the field, whether you change schools or districts and move up in leadership. But your voice and your talent is essential for the future of our profession and for these kids that we're impacting and your colleagues who are partnering with you along the journey. So thank you for tuning in. Today is going to be a good one. I'm going to be talking to you about creating change from within your school building. And I hope you find it almost exciting, like I'm giving you an opportunity that maybe you hadn't noticed before. And I'm going to shed light on how you can fight for the change that you want to see. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Did I ever tell you this about myself? (laughs) I am so type A that I can just jump right into whatever I need from you. Like I'll ask a question about whatever it is I need. And then after I'm like, oh yeah, how are you? I always joke with my friend Nicole about that because she'll say, Gretchen, hi, how are you? (laughs) And I'm like, oh shoot. Yeah. So how are you? Okay. And now I need this. And so I should probably start doing that with a podcast and start by just saying, hi, how are you? It's fall, which is my favorite season. Leaves are changing color. Halloween is here. It's just a lot of fun. I also wanted to remind you of a few announcements. A new collaborative book has come out, Educators Who Know What to Do, Experts in Education. Me and folks from all over the world have come together to talk about major pain points in education and share solutions that we know that work at our school sites and in our districts. And I think it's really helpful to see a different perspective and allow educators around the world to say, 
this might actually work. This might fix some of the issues in the educational system as a whole, but also some of the, if the obstacles that we're facing, this might eliminate them. So grab a copy for yourself. I'll put the link in the show notes. You can get a paperback copy signed by me, or you can just do Kindle if you prefer that too. I'll put that in there. But you could also gift it to all your educator friends, the administrative team, send them into your central office. Like, let's make a wave of change. It is about time. Also, my last quick announcement, the virtual coaching summits, December 27th. And there's a replay available because a lot of us are going to be spending time with family at that point. It's called Coaching in Action, Full of Practical Strategies. I'm going to be talking about why our PLCs aren't working and give you tips for more productive, efficient teacher collaborations. But what's cool this year is there's also going to be an add-on where you can have three live workshops leading up to the conference. And they're all about social emotional learning for us and for teachers, like as adults. We spend a lot of time focusing on that with kids, but it's time that we figure out how to better support the human side of our teachers. And so me, I'm going to be helping you figure out the game plan for your site. That'll be right before the conference. So make sure you grab your ticket for that. I will also put that link in the show notes. All right, back to business. I also like to share with you the rationale. I think it's important. Like, where are these ideas coming from? Why do you think you should share this lesson? Well, I've talked before about how COVID has been dismantling the way our schools are currently running. And it's also an opportunity now to make the changes necessary to meet the needs of kids and teachers. That's my heart. So I thought I'd take an episode to discuss how to create change within, meaning not waiting for the orders to come top down, but to initiate the change. So no matter your role in the school, you can actually have a role in the change that occurs. Even if not a result of COVID, I think this episode is going to help us all learn how to evoke change no matter where we are in the food chain. And so whether it's because of COVID or somewhere else down the line, there's another issue where we realize this is a turning point. This is an opportunity. The time is now. This still applies. Um, Right now, there are a lot of toxic spots in our school building. There are complaints. A lot of us have poor culture and climate with the staff. And so if you were to really wish and want your ideal school environment, what would it be? And instead of wishing and wanting, what if you actually just created it? If you know enough about what you think should be done differently, you being silent is never going to change it. If you have the great ideas and you know how it could be changed, please speak up. Even if someone says it's not going to work X, Y, Z, at least now you have more information and then you can come up with a new plan. It's not no forever It just might be no, not right now, or no, that version of it isn't quite perfect yet. I mean, don't you want to love where you work to have all the support and resources that you desire to feel appreciated and recognized to have a voice and choice in your role? If that sounds like, yes, I desperately want that, especially right now, then the opportunity is here for you to step up to the plate. Take your ideas and your voice and develop your game plan. And I'm going to help you think through this. So how can you make it a reality? Let's think of two situations here. If your ideal world becomes your reality, your passion is going to ramp up. Your excitement for your job is going to improve. You're going to start giving everything you've got to your job because it doesn't feel like a job anymore. It's just something you love to do. 
your job satisfaction is going to erupt in glory and you're going to find yourself living your dream job, doing what you've always wanted. And maybe, side benefit, you get some notoriety because you're the brain behind the change. But there's another option to this story. If you choose to just not get involved because you're just already stressed out and no one's going to listen to me, I don't want to lose my job by speaking up, or I just, I don't have it in me to like die on this cross. Listen, if we don't make waves or stand up for what we all believe in, kids are going to continue to learn in an environment that's not healthy or productive. So now they're going to miss out on having innovative and engaging opportunities to learn. That means their potential and interest in school dries up. They never become what they were destined to become. And hello, neither do you. You and your colleagues will leave to go to another school or district or maybe leave the profession altogether. You know how I feel about that. All the while still complaining, hello, the grass is never greener. Never. There's always going to be obstacles and problems that you have to solve. And you know that life can't just happen to you. You really have to take an active role. So think about those two options. You either get what you want or at least improve what you have, or you do nothing and it just gets worse. And not only does it affect you and your colleagues, but the kids. I'm not okay with that. And I hope you're not too. So instead of focusing on that nightmare, let's go back to the dream. You have more control, leverage, and impact than you think. Hey, y'all, popping in here real quick to remind you, if you are loving the podcast, hop on over to iTunes to leave a star rating and type in a few words for the review. This helps other educators find the show so they too can be empowered. Lots of love and thanks. Now back to the show. Let's decide what you want to experience and how you want to experience it. When you get that clear, and not only, okay, what is the problem in the school, but let's start moving into solution mode. Because when you go to your principal and you complain, they're going to say, okay, so now what? You're like, I don't know, they pay you the money for that. Well, there are probably a lot of other problems they're solving. So if you feel really passionate that this is a problem, and you also feel like you can solve it, which I know you do, come to the table with some options. What do you want to experience? Be very clear what that looks like and how do you want to experience it? You can lead the charge. So stop waiting for permission or a title or a sign from the universe. If you're unhappy, do something about it. You cannot sit there complaining and complaining and complaining with your colleagues. That's never going to change anything and it makes everyone else miserable. So now you're contributing to the thing you hate the most. Now who's to blame? So let's actually use the energy you're using being negative. I'm not saying this to you personally, but maybe this is you. And let's use that energy to make a positive difference, to make an impact, to change, to say enough is enough, to say this isn't working. We've been doing education this way for a very long time. And now we have an opportunity where we are like, it's time to change. The door is knocked wide open. The opportunities here, are we going to take it? It's a perfect chance to start over, reimagine our schools, bring everything back to life, focus on what makes sense in the 21st century, helping prepare kids for college if they go that route, or the workforce with the new jobs that are available. I mean, we have really got to take this time to say, we're going to design an education that makes sense for the kids we're serving right now. 
And in doing so, we're going to think about the working conditions required to do that job. And we're going to advocate that we are good enough to do this, but we need some additional support to get there. And the way things are going right now is not working for the kids to prepare them or for us to be able to help bring this plan to light. So let's execute a plan. You ready? Feel free to pause if you want to write this down or if you're working out right now, vacuuming, driving in the car, you can always replay this part when you have a chance. But I'm going to walk you through how to develop this plan and give you some clear next steps. So first, I want you to observe at your school. Decide, okay, I'm going to just, instead of solving the problem right now, I'm going to make sure I'm picking the right problems. And in order to pick the right problems, I have to make sure I have watched for all the problems I can possibly have. Once you've watched, don't move to action yet. Don't jump the gun. Note all the areas you notice for improvement. Just make a laundry list. This, 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 this. I mean... If you just put a pen or something and a post-it in your pocket or you've got your phone and you can use the notes app and you just go through one day of school and write down all the things that just aren't ideal, (laughs) you could write a book. So just note them all down. Don't even think about whether it's worth it or if this is really going to have an impact or what the reality of that actually changing is. Just write all the things down. So we've observed and we've written them down. Now that we've got our list, we're going to prioritize those areas of improvement. Some are going to have a bigger impact than others. Some of them feel really important to us, like maybe a new vending machine that actually works in the staff lounge or more bathrooms to be built in the school buildings or, hey, everyone should have an assistant. Some things you already know, ugh. I really care about these, but I wonder if they really impact kids or I wonder if they really impact the happiness of the staff who then helps kids. So you'll have to look at each of your items and say, okay, is this really going to have be the biggest bang for my buck? Because I really have to solve one problem at a time. And if you pick the right thing, like dominoes, it'll actually fix some of the other little things. So get that list in order. You might cross them off and be like, okay, I was being a little petty. It's not that bad, but at least you now have a prioritized list. So we observed, we wrote things down. Now they're in order. You got to hone in on that biggest lever. You're going to make a choice. If I had to go to the principal right now and say, this is the biggest problem for us and the most important problem to solve, which maybe it's not the biggest problem, but it's the most important to solve. So that would be interesting to note. Which one is it going to be? So select one. Be very clear on the one that you think if we spend time, money, resources, whatever on this, it's going to be worth our while. Now you get to create your plan. So, so far you've just decided the problem by observing, noting areas for improvement, prioritizing those, and honing in on the biggest lever. So that was four steps just to pick the right problem to solve. Now it's time to solve it. We've got to devise a plan. So you are going to brainstorm action steps, big things, to little things and everything in between. You are basically going to create step-by-step actions necessary to solve the problem. Then you're going to name stakeholders. Who can help you do these things? Or is this task something the students do? Is this task something the teachers do? Is this task something the administrative team does? Is this task something someone else on staff can handle? Is this something someone in the community could help us with? Whatever. You got the steps and maybe you make a little chart and then name the person that could be in charge of it or at least lead that section of it. You're going to start delegating. 
See, I already given you power already. It's amazing. Okay. And then you're going to have a section where you're going to ask questions because you might not have all the information necessary to solve the problem yet. So it would be good like funding and allocations and stuff like that. You might not have be privy to it. So have an area where you can write questions. So when you do meet with your principal and you say, here's my biggest problem. Here are the action steps. Here are the people that can lead this. And here are the questions that still remain that I need to have answered so I can create a more robust or more thorough plan. And so obviously next, it makes sense to bring it to your administrator and they are either going to approve it or not approve it. So let's say uh, they approve it. You get to lead the charge. You're going to give them a vision um, when you meet with the whole staff explaining why this is a, an area of passion for you and how this is going to make their life better. You're going to present them with the roadmap, the big longevity piece of information. And then you're going to have check-ins and accountability with those stakeholders that you name to make sure the action steps are being completed, that they don't need additional support, yada, yada. That would be ideal. Let's say they don't approve it. Don't lose hope because it takes many iterations to get it right. So you might have to revise based on the suggestions that your administrator gave you, or they might just give you some things to think about without giving you suggestions for how to work around them. And you'll have to come up with some mini solutions. It doesn't mean it's failure. It just means it's going to be much sweeter when it comes. And so you'll go back with that information, revise your original plan, maybe switching out some of your stakeholders or adjusting some of those action steps. And maybe if you have additional questions, you go back to them or you go speak to someone else who has more information and you just repeat, repeat, repeat until you get that approval. And then it's time to just execute. And this might take a year, three years, five years, who knows, depending on what the problem you're choosing to solve is. For example, changing Staff culture takes a while, so you might have to be really specific on what in culture you're trying to change. But basically, this plan is how you're going to create change within. First, you're going to observe and note areas for improvement, prioritize those areas, hone in on the biggest lever, and that's all just to choose your problem. Once you know your problem, you're going to devise your plan by brainstorming action steps, big and small. You'll name your stakeholders. You'll devise questions that really need to be answered. Bring it to your administrator, and they're going to approve or disprove. But don't lose hope. It's going to come. I have seen this done. I encourage you to really spend the time to do this right. Take advantage of the opportunity. The fact that schools are shutting down, we're in person, we're now all online. It is the time now where things are just crazy anyway to say we are starting fresh. We're starting anew. We're going to create the school that we've always wanted it to be and that we know is what's best for kids. Let's do it right now. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on creating change from within your four walls that amplifies out in the community and later the nation. You are capable of more than you give yourself credit for. So go out and be great because you've just been empowered. Empowered. 